Hello, my name is Katerina Ostajic. I am delighted to share this CMCN podcast on behalf of our team of authors. Our paper titled Lived Experiences of Pain in Children and Young People with Cerebral Palsy was recently published in DMCN. I would like to acknowledge our institutions and funding bodies for their support and the children and young people who participated in this research project. Pain is a common issue impacting children with CP. There is growing quantitative research reporting the negative impact of pain on school, self-care, physical activities, social life and mental health. There are a few qualitative studies investigating the experiences of pain in children with CP. One study included a sample of adolescents and young adults with predominantly spastic bilateral CP. Another focused on pain during physiotherapy. Whilst McKinnon and colleagues recently explored the lived experiences of pain specifically in children with dyskinetic CP. Our study aimed to build on the existing knowledge and address gaps in the literature by conducting qualitative research with a more heterogeneous sample of children, including a range of CP motor subtypes and GMFCS levels. Qualitative research prioritizes and amplifies the voice of people with a lived experience. Using semi-structured interviews and interpretative phenomenological analysis, our study aimed to understand the lived experience of pain in children with CP from the perspectives of young people who can communicate verbally. Participants were recruited from the rehabilitation departments of the Sydney Children's Hospitals Network and the New South Wales ACT CP registers. Inclusion criteria were a diagnosis of CP, child aged nine to 17 years, child self-report of current or past experiences of pain, fluent English speaker and no greater than a mild intellectual disability. Face-to-face semi-structured interviews were conducted with the child or young person with CP. Interviews followed a semi-structured guideline with open-ended questions exploring everyday life with CP and pain, the impact of pain and the management of pain. We conducted interviews with a purposive sample of children and young people aiming to ensure representation across age, CP motor subtype and severity of gross motor impairment. Recruitment ceased upon saturation of themes. Interviews are recorded, transcribed verbatim, and analyzed per IPA method. Our study included 10 children and young people with CP whose characteristics are represented in Table 1. All participants are provided a pseudonym to preserve their confidentiality and anonymity. Children ranged from 10 to 17 years old with a mean age of 14 years and 5 months. Seven females and three males took part in the study. Our study sample included a diversity of children with spastic unilateral, spastic bilateral and dyskinetic CP with various levels of gross motor function and manual abilities. The analysis of the data led to the generation of three superordinate themes. Everybody's experience of pain is different when the pain is winning and I know how to deal with it. Each superordinate theme encompassed sub-themes as shown in table two. The first superordinate theme was everybody's experience of pain is different and included two sub-themes as shown on the screen. Our study found that pain location, frequency and exacerbators were highly variable and often related to the child's CP motor subtype and severity. Critically, pain interference was reported by all children, including those with more mild forms of CP and those with more severe forms. Pain interfered with various activities for each child differing across age, personal preferences and functional abilities. Some young people were able to adapt and continue participating in an activity, whilst other children discussed how they had to discontinue activities due to their pain. 
The second superordinate theme was when the pain is winning and included three sub-themes. Children described negative thoughts and emotions, many of which related to their pain interference and not being able to do the things they wanted to because of their pain. Children and young people spoke of the impact of pain on their psychological function, including their short-term emotional response to pain, such as feelings of frustration and annoyance, as well as the long-term impact of pain on their mental health. Some children spoke about their chronic and recurrent pain, describing feelings of helplessness and low mood. Many people discussed the importance of implementing strategies to manage psychological components of their pain experience, including worry and anxiety. The third superordinate theme was I know how to deal with it and included three sub-themes. Our study found that young people with CT use a variety of pharmacological and non-pharmacological strategies to manage their pain. Children described a personalized toolbox of resources and interventions, including mechanisms aiming to provide long-term pain control, pain prevention, and strategies to cope with acute experiences of pain. These strategies vary between each child and all participants reported using a combination of methods. Each child spoke about a first-line treatment to manage their pain. Young people's multimodal toolbox for pain management was curated over time with experience and often included a support network of family, friends, and clinicians. Our study was limited to children who were able to report using verbal communication. Thus, we did not include the perspectives of children using augmentative or alternative communication. Further investigation and training of research personnel on the best mechanisms to engage with alternative communication approaches is needed to address this knowledge gap and to ensure that the perspectives of children with more complex forms of CP is captured. Our study emphasised the interference of pain on function and participation for children and young people with CP. Thus, clinicians should routinely screen for not only pain presence, but pain interference using validated tools. Children reported using a wide range of pain management strategies, and there is need for greater knowledge about effective pain management strategies for pain prevention and to also minimize pain interference. Per the biopsychosocial model of pain, an interdisciplinary approach is the gold standard in pain management. Future research is needed to explore how structured interdisciplinary interventions, which include psychological treatments, can be adapted to suit the various needs and abilities of children with CP. It is imperative that clinicians, families, and support workers are aware of the increased risk of mental health problems in young people with recurrent and chronic pain. Clinicians should routinely screen for pain coping strategies and also comorbid health, mental health problems, particularly anxiety and depression, and facilitate appropriate referral to psychological interventions. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this CMCN podcast.